Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club. Eating a lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. <laughs> St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey map, and 1080thefan.com. Hey, 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 happy Saturday afternoon. Hello, all you beautiful Portland listeners. That's right. It's an afternoon edition of The Sinner and the Saint. Hope that you're having a wonderful start to your day. But let's start with the most important man. Will Darkens, what thank you. is up? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank no, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's Ducks game day. It Did you know that? Ducks game day. It's a, hey, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, man, okay? I look outside. It's nice and foggy out. That's football weather. Oh, you betcha, don't yeah. you know? That's football weather out there, my friend. Yes. You see that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is. And and if you have not started getting ready for the Ducks Cougs, don't worry. Boy. Don't, hey, no. Yeah. I know. You're not behind. I know. You're we're here for the sole purpose getting of you getting ready. you ready for we are getting yep. you ready for the game. If you're not ready now, that's fine. You're not supposed to be. This is where the Ducks game day starts right here with the Sinner and the Saint. Noon to two. Noon to two. <laughs> Noon to two on occasional Saturdays. Now, see, you were trying to do your Midwestern accent no, I while didn't. I was trying to do a John Gruden. Oh, is that what that was? I know. It wasn't great. That was terrible. I'm workshopping it. Yeah, don't. Just give up on hey, that. Hey, look, so I sent some offensive emails, all right? You shut up about it. No, no, they that's that Midwestern. No, 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 that's Midwestern, what you're doing there. Is it? Yeah, you betcha. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, you're uh, you're no Frank Caliendo. No. Yeah. I'm not overweight and clinging to fame. Oh, I think he's uh, I think he's fairly fit, you know, really? for, for a ball of meat. Am yeah. I thinking of Kevin James? No, they're both fat. You're right. Uh, I th- I think he's trimmed down a little bit recently, but he was uh, he was a sweaty mass of person. But yeah, if you pull it up, I think he hangs out with Jay Glazer, Frank Caliendo. Now you know Frank Caliendo to me is one of the more uh, interesting, just like like celebrities. Hmm. How because so? I can't really like it's just impressions, right? Yeah. 
He doesn't really do anything else. He, I, I believe he was a cast member on uh, Mad TV. Okay. Uh, and then he does. I mean, it's he's a comedian that does impersonations because there are people that just do impersonations. Uh, I'll give you an example of somebody uh, who is not entertaining uh, to me uh, outside of just the impressions. He doesn't do anything else. Mm. Uh, batting stance guy. You ever see batting stance guy? No. What guy, is that? The guy goes up and he he can impersonate any batting stance in Major League Baseball. Oh, just goes up there and he just does like the uh, the swing. This is what your swing looks like. And he's like, uh, here's here's Griffey. And then he turns around to the right side. Here's uh, here's Cal Ripken Jr. And then he turns around to the other side. Here's Barry Bonds. And he and you go, whoa, it looks that that swing looks like that guy. So there are impersonators that impressionists that just do that. And then there's comedians that do impressions. That would be Frank Caliendo. Boy, I'm sure glad that he got that uh, education from Syracuse University to do that. Yes, he did. Yes. How much do you think that cost him? Well, I mean, we, we Let did me rephrase that. How much do you think it cost his parents to pay for him to go to Syracuse to grow up to uh, impersonate baseball players? You of go all ahead people? and pull up his net worth. I got his, his, uh, his Wikipedia page up That's here. Fair. Sure. The guy's name is Gar Rhinus. I know we've talked about him. Uh, we had a whole conversation about this on primetime one day. Gar. Yeah. Gar. Gar. Yeah. Batting stance guy. That's why you call him batting stance guy because his name is Gar. Yes, better known as the batting stance guy. Now, I would like to say that this is one of the few moments, and I've noticed this lately. Yeah. Because as you know, um, I do have a kid now. Yes. Young thank F. You. Luke Darkins. F. Luke Darkins. Thank yep. you. Yep. And I've noticed lately that I've been, I've been having the old man moments come out. And it happens a lot when you have kids. It you have does. to start thinking about. You, you do the thing where you go back into your childhood and go, I'm going to make things better for this That's this right. next generation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard to avoid becoming an old man when you become someone's old man. The thing is, though, my childhood was hella sick, so it's like I don't really need to improve much. I'm just going to give my kid the childhood I had. Perfect. It was incredible. Yeah, you go ahead and do that. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> but I see this guy right now. You tell me about this guy. I look him up. And the first thought I had in my head is, you can't do something better with your time. This is how you make a living as bad as think about that for a second. Yep. This guy makes a living every single day, right? Like he's got to go to work in some capacity. Yeah. Impersonating batters. Yeah. That's it. Uh-huh. There's nothing else to his day. I'm sure there's maybe some video editing, but it seems like he's gotten so wealthy to this point. He probably sure. doesn't edit video. He probably has scheduling that, right. he, that he does. And he then he sits as a PR agent. Yep. He's got a whole team and he sits there and he, uh, he, <laughs> He watches he watches Major League Baseball games. He's yes. like he's like, huh, how do how do I make sure that, that people can tell the difference between my Jock Peterson and my Ronald Acuna yes. Jr. I gotta watch tape. Yep, he's watching tape, man. You gotta stay sharp. Now, no way this guy's married. Ooh, probably probably married probably with not. kids. Oh sure, I would say not. Yeah, but I don't of- know a woman who would uh, see this. That the the the, the a guy does this all day. With his time here's, and see, says, yep, I want a piece of that. Here's And here, trust me, I know what women want. I'm, I'm confident that you do. <laughs> confident that you do. Here, Here's the thing, uh, young man. Okay. He's becoming an old man very quickly. Tell me. There's somebody out there for everybody. Mm. There, are, there are crazy people on all sides 
uh, of the of the the gender uh, spectrum. There are there are crazy people uh, with all kinds of uh, of interests for love. Mm. Uh, there's somebody for everybody. That is something that I believe in. And and just because you go out and impersonate batting stances, there's a, there's a gal out there that loves baseball uh, more than anything in the world. And her favorite part of the game is the batting stance. He's probably got groupies. I'll bet you this guy has not just a wife. I'll bet you. I'll bet you he's got groupies. You bet I'm not batting saying, stance I'm, guy has a stable of women oh, waiting to get with him. Oh, I didn't say it was a stable. I said groupies, <laughs> meaning more than one. I'm not saying that there's, you know, more than two. But I'll bet you there are groupies out there that that see it. They're so entertained by it. And, uh, yeah, they want to throw themselves at batting stance guy. Now, here's a theory I'm going to float out there, and you can tell me if I'm on the right track or not. But I'm going to guess that he made his own Wikipedia page because uh, it says here under one heading that he has TV and radio broadcast appearances. Sure. And I'm not sure why he would need to list radio broadcast appearances when his entire medium is visual. Like you, why? Do, see, that's the other part of this. If I brought this guy on the radio show, what the hell am I asking him? You just talk baseball with the guy. His entire act is imitating yep. people in the physical sure. form. Now, bringing Frank Caliendo onto the show would be incredible because sure. I'd say, do some voices, Frank. This guy would go, hey, do Shohei Otani. <laughs> and the only thing we could do is go, that was great. Oh, my God, he's doing it. Can I, I don't, I don't want to say anything. The, listen, 1080 The Fan is as quality a radio broadcast as you will find anywhere. You bet. But have you noticed how often Colin forgets that he's a radio show and does like the, oh, look at this. Yes. Look at this. Because the TV show. He's a TV show on the radio now. He used to be a radio show on TV. Now he's starting to slip into TV show on the radio. Well, I mean, Just, you're making that bank. Who cares, right? Well, the that's the same thing with uh, batting stance guys. Somebody invites you on the radio. They're like, well, you're not going to be able to do any of your stuff. He's like, that's fine. I'm Gar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gar. You obviously didn't hey, get listen. my credentials. I'm Gar. He's got a, he's got a degree from Syracuse. I imagine it's in communications. I'm sure he speaks well. I had no, yeah. don't, don't criticize the communications field. I'm not. I'm, I I'm, worked my ass off to get that degree. That's, that's my point is that. He he's probably competent enough to speak, right? Yeah, so that he can get on the radio and talk about something else. Because you know what, you have—I guarantee you—you you have a lot of questions for this guy. First of all, do you have groupies? Second of all, that's your questions. <laughs> no, I'm saying if that we're he does. each given a question, that's probably your first and only question. That's fine. That's fine. How, how many groupies do you have? And uh, tell your tell us your craziest groupie story. And then you're like, did somebody actually marry you? Because all you do is. Pressure the batting stances. You can yell at him. Yeah. You get angry with him. Yeah, there's there's a lot of questions about how you make a living yeah. just impersonating batting stances. Anyway, thanks for coming on our show. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> having you. Good to talk to you, Gar. Scream at him. Hey, we'll be back again soon. All right. <laughs> yeah, Wonderful. we'll call you. Hey, did you know there's college football on right now? Yeah, I see it in the reflection in your TV over there. You got some football. What do you got there, Baylor? Yeah, so uh, here, here's the question. Uh, boss man is here today because it's Ducks game day. We, yeah. have, we have all all uh, hands on deck. We're, it's an apparatus. Oh, dude, I mean, the amount of infrastructure built around what you and I are doing right now mm. would blow your mind. But yeah. boss man was here. He came in, said hello, looked up at the screen. He goes, this is fantastic, even if it is Baylor and the rapists that are winning this game. Yep. Here's the question. Can you 
root against the team without rooting for the other team. So right mm, now, I'm run enjoying that by Oklahoma. Me one more time. What do you mean? Can you root against a team without rooting for their opponent? Oh, I see. Okay. So right now, Baylor is up 24-14. There's two minutes and 18 seconds left. Nine and zero Oklahoma is about to fall uh, for the first time this season. Now. They were never ranked ahead of Oregon. So for you Oregon fans out there that, you know, are like, ah, we got them. The, the, the idea that they were ever going to leapfrog Oregon would will not be, uh, will oh, not now. be realized. Right. Yeah. Cause this is, this is their first ranked opponent. I believe that they're playing all season. They're playing number 13 Baylor and Baylor's got a 10 point lead with uh, two minutes left. So and then they take on Oklahoma state end of the season. I think Oklahoma state's 10. They still have uh, Iowa state too, who at one point was ranked. I don't think they are now. Yeah, so, but the, the three toughest games were this week, next right. week and the week after. So anyways, they're, they're about to lose this game, but Baylor's a very hard team to root for. So can you, again, root against Oklahoma, root for them to lose without rooting for Baylor to win? Uh, you know, I don't think I care enough to root against Oklahoma. Well, sure, but okay. See, now, Bossman did it because he's a Texas alum, and sure. he hates them with a fiery passion, which I respect. Okay. I respect it. <laughs> okay, so... But the Lakers... Now okay. I can do that with the Lakers. It, it, I even if the Lakers are playing like a team that got in the news for being awful, but or like something, the Clippers. Sure, yeah, yeah, right, whatever. I couldn't root for the Lakers. Gotcha. It's the same thing too with Oregon. But you, you could, you could find it where you're just rooting. All I'm rooting is for the Lakers to lose. I'm not necessarily rooting, rooting for their opponent to win. I just want them to lose Yes, and flame out as spectacularly as possible. And as a beaver, I can tell you with Oregon, that's the same way. Like whenever it's like they have the opportunity to say it in this season, go to the college football playoff or say when they were playing Auburn in the national title, people would ask me, why aren't you just rooting for them? Cause of the pack 10 or the sure. uh, at that time or the yeah, pack 12, 12 now. Man. Yep. And I'd say, no, they're my rival. <laughs> but see, that's an why would I root for them? That's an entirely different thing. So, yeah, that was actually my next question. So there is no part of you. No. Oregon's the only team that has any chance at the college football playoff I right don't now. Care. And you just want them to get I would tonight. love it. I am a former Oregon State football player who had lost to the Ducks three times, yeah. beat them once, and I would want nothing more than to just see them lose spectacularly Charlie Brown. (laughs) Yes, because that's what a rivalry is. And I ask people this all the time. I say, let me flip it on you. Do you think that people at Michigan who root for the Wolverines every single year when Ohio state gets into the college football playoff, because they practically do, they go, well, let's root for them. Okay. So it's good for the, it's good for the conference. Let's root for them. Now here's the thing. Oregon makes it to the college football playoff. Right. They make it to the championship game. Okay. Is there any team that they could go up against where you're going, I can't root for that team. I I suppose I want Oregon to win this game. No, no one. Nobody? No one. Nobody. No. Because Jerry Sandusky would, I, and Art Bryles are both coaching Alabama. I would not watch the game. <laughs> You said Jerry Sandusky. And for some reason in my head, I thought you said Joe Paterno. And I was like, oh, they brought him back from the dead? I don't know if Jerry Sandusky's still alive. I assume he died in prison. Is he still alive? I don't. 
I, I hope not. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, there, but there's no scenario. <laughs> we brought Joe Pop back with reanimation. He can't walk, but we roll him around in one of those U-Haul the, carts. The zombie corpse <laughs> of Joe Paterno. Yeah. Yeah. Coaching Alabama. So what the no, hell's Art Bryles doing right now? Uh, I think last time I saw him, wasn't he coaching like in Italy or something? Oh my, really? I think that's the last time I saw Art Bryles. You pull up. Uh, let's see. Arthur Ray Bryles, formerly of Mount Vernon High School, head coach of the Houston Cougars from that to seven to Baylor Bears. He knows. Well, he's doing anything. Yeah. Well, oh, here's the to. Canadian Football League. Now he's out of there. I guess he's doing high school football. Oh, oh high no, school he resigned. Football. All right. Well, that's probably a good idea. So if you're interested in what Art Bryles was doing. Yeah. I forgot he uh, he uh, coached Houston. Yeah. 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 Once upon a time. All right. Hey, uh, you ready to do a show? Yeah, I think so. Ready to do a show. I you... feel pretty warmed up. Okay. Feeling good. Feeling great. Yeah. Got the Ducks and the Cougs, your beeves in action today. We've oh. got a, we've got a, is it still knotted up? Still knotted up. Utah, Arizona in the second quarter, tied at 14. Got Pac-12 action. We've got games underway right now. A close one here, uh, finishing up between Baylor and Oklahoma. We've got Michigan in action right now. Uh, it, it's going to be a lot of college football, but kind of want to start with these trailblazers. Oh, you want to break down that Houston game? <laughs> no, I want to get I want to get your thoughts. You were pretty fired up before the game yesterday. I talked to you briefly. Ah, yes. But you're fired up about what's going on in the front office Indeed. of the Portland Trail Blazers. And we'll get a little bit to what's going on on court. So we'll start with Blazers and a ton of college football today. This is The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back in. It looks like it's going final. You have uh, Oklahoma with their first loss of the year. They lose to Baylor 24-14. A close one between Michigan and Penn State. Michigan just made the extra point, so they take a 21-17 lead. They were up uh, 14-7, 14-6 coming into the fourth quarter. Gave up 11 uh, to start the fourth quarter, but they just scored a touchdown. Uh, so now they take the lead again. Michigan point unranked Penn State. Penn State dropped real quick after that loss to Illinois, but still a very good football team. Yes, indeed. Uh, yesterday, some big news out of the uh, Portland Trailblazers, though. So we'll kind of hit this real quick and then get back into college football, probably for the rest of the show. Uh, but it was announced yesterday that uh, the Blazers and Chris McGowan have parted ways. Chris McGowan uh, deciding to leave the Blazers organization. He's the head of the business side of things. And it looks like uh, Dwayne Hankins will be taking over that position as president of business operations. Um, Chris McGowan was there uh, just over a decade. Uh, Seems to be very well liked in the organization. Uh, Jason Quick was on 1080 The Fan with uh, Primetime yesterday, kind of talking about the reasons why he decided to leave. And there's a lot of reasons, um, but just didn't see that he was having the impact that he wanted on uh, the message around the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, Yesterday, I talked to you only briefly. And you said that uh, with news like this, the Blazers were sure to lose to the Rockets. They almost did, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) They did. I mean, they won, but it was like, it was was hard to watch. Well, the Blazers have not uh, been very good to start this season, right? No, and they're just not good. No, they're not. Okay. I mean, have you watched a full game? Yeah, I mean, well, I won't say I watched a full game, but I've uh, watched the yeah. equivalent. But yeah, I mean, no. it's okay if you. I mean, you, you I know, mean, no, well, I mean, we're, we're not even twenty game. games into the year at this yeah. point. So yeah. it's like, but I, I mean, I've watched, I've watched games, man, and you know, on the basketball side of things, look, I understand the preaching patience with Chauncey Billups and everything, but at the end of the day, this team's not good. They're not. These same problems they had last year are glaring again, and they're trying to be something that they're not, which is having two six three guards that can't play defense and <laughs> instructing them to play defense, which logically it doesn't work because what I what did I just say? They don't know how to play defense. Your bench sucks. There's not a lot of scoring that comes from the bench and not a lot of energy that comes from the bench either. Plus, it pretty much looks like Yusuf Nurkic is not buying into any of this. He doesn't want any part of it, which so, is odd. So this is the eye test just telling you that the 500 team, uh, 13 games in. I mean, that has won one road game. Yes, sure. They've only lost one home game. <laughs> I mean, I, I believe me, man. Dude, I, if you look across yeah. the league, though, who's who's good? Warriors are good. Warriors are good. Who else is good? I mean, the Warriors haven't really played anybody either. No, I, I mean, think the, uh, the Bucks, the Bucks are, are good. They're showing that they're, they're, not having, right. they're not having too much of a hangover. And again, I agree with you, right? I know. It's not even 20. Not, not it's, even it's 20 the Blazers in. have played 13 games. The yeah. Warriors have played 12. I get it. It's it, You know, it's it's the, the Warriors are right now look like the class. I mean, Steph Curry, mm-hmm. for anybody that doesn't think this guy is one of the best basketball players ever. I mean, he just watch him. He's electric. He just passed Ray Allen for the most all-time three-pointers when you combine playoffs and regular season. He is 
probably going to break the regular season mark by the time we get to Christmas. Uh, he, he's right. unbelievable. But they're 10-1, and one, but they their their opponents are mostly pretty mediocre so far. They haven't played any good teams. Okay. But the thing is, I look at the NBA – I don't know who is good. I don't, I mean, I don't know if there's really a great team out there. Mm -hmm. That would be the one team that I look at, but the Blazers, yeah, they're meh to start, but look at the, look around the league, uh, around sports, the, the Braves, and I'm not saying the Blazers are going to win a championship, but the Braves are terrible, terrible to start the season last year, midway through last season, look at the NFL. We looked at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and we went, ugh. These guys are not going to be a playoff team, let alone win the Super Bowl. There is an opportunity to get better as the season goes on. And and for all of these Blazers fans out there, like yourself, that just goes, eh, it's time to pull the cord. And uh, uh, the sign of, of somebody leaving the front office on the business side is a telltale sign that this Blazers team is imploding and everything is falling apart. I just say, let's put pause on that just for a minute. Yeah, the Blazers don't look great to start the season. They're playing with a brand new head coach, and their best player is playing some of the worst basketball player basketball play he's had in a stretch like this in his career. So you have Damian Lillard not playing offensively as well as he normally does. Yes, they're trying to figure out this defensive thing. They're still 500. They're meh right now, but they do have an opportunity to get better. So to think that this is going to be the same team that you're seeing 12 games in that you're going to see at the end of the season – that's where I kind of give you a little minute to just go, all right, let's just wait a minute and see what they develop into. Yeah, the bench is inconsistent because you've seen moments where you have Anthony Simons comes in and he looks like, oh, we better trade this guy now. Now we have some value. Oh, get rid of CJ because we've got a guy that can step in and take over for him. Uh, Nasir Little has had some moments. You've you've seen guys come in and play well in moments. But, yeah, they're going to be inconsistent. They're starting over with a new coach. Yes, the, the, the looming investigation around Neil Shea and the toxic environment is a bad sign. Chris McGowan going, you can look at that as a bad sign. But on the court, what you're seeing right now is you're seeing your superstar not playing very well. You're seeing a bunch of guys trying to figure out where they fit in this new system. Eh, they're not very good. They have, they've won one road game. They've only lost one home game. It's a bad loss because it was opening night against the Sacramento Kings. But overall, they're playing a bunch of other mediocre teams. They're winning some. They're losing some. They've really played three games against the Clippers. It's kind of a weird start to the season. It always is. Just wait a minute. That's okay. all I'm saying. Now, um, okay. <clears throat> I, 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 you didn't have to say all that, honestly. Because oh, okay. actually what I could have done is just take like every Portland sports media member who has said that like for the past 10 years. And we could have just replayed it on the air if you want. I love it. If you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Because because all I'm hearing right now. Because this is literally every season. Oh, is it? Yes. It, this it, is every season. <laughs> they go through a patch where they are dog s awful. And then what happens? Sitting right in the middle lane at the fourth fifth, sixth Western Conference playoff spot. And you know why it spiraled out this past season? Because it's a played out way of building a team. That's the problem. This is the same team as last year. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Their bench How last is it year, different? Their bench last year uh-huh. was Carmelo Anthony right? and Ennis Cantor. What's their bench this year? Their their bench this year uh-huh. is defensive players. <laughs> they do. Is that, that what you're they, calling it? Yeah, well, yeah, more defensive. Yeah, Larry Nance Jr. is a much better defender than Carmelo uh-huh. Anthony was. Cody Zeller is a better defensive player uh-huh. than Ennis Cantor was. That's working out. They're 500. It's 12 games in. You're going to give it that much time and just be like, oh, it's done. 
You can bury him all you want to. I'm just yeah. saying. Uh, you can I'm, do I'm, that. I'm you listening be, to you. I, you I get pessimism if you want. Unfortunately, I've heard this like over and over and over again. And for the first couple, what, five years, I, I bought into it because I think you do need to have patience. Here's where I don't have patience anymore. The GM is under investigation right now for a toxic work environment. Sure. Quick just posted this morning that basically Neil Olshay is fighting tooth and nail to keep his job. Of course he is. That's not good. No. Why is it that your GM who has harbored, because we know this is probably true, right? We can yeah. quit pretending and say allegations. He's probably harbored a really toxic work probably. environment. Why is he fighting for his job at this point? That's frightening. Where's the disconnect okay. between ownership that you've gotten all this information? By the way, they've talked to 60 employees. Yeah. They're extending the investigation, which means that there's something else really wrong here. Because if they talked to 60 employees and they ended it this morning or, you know, sometime today, whatever, that would indicate that they found something. It's a little bit of a problem. Then they would make a, a decision on it. Extending this after speaking with 60 people means that there's something real effed up going on there and they need to get to the bottom of it and figure out how they can disconnect from Neil Olshay and not have to pay out his contract and use sure. it for cause. Dude, if that's happening, the guy who's been there for 10 years as a stable business presence quits mm -hmm. and you have a new coach who has not been able to win on the road and has coached a team that I get has won pretty well at home. But the team looks bad. I, I'm not too optimistic. And you don't have to be. The, 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 the thing is, everybody wants Neil Olshay gone from the fan base, right? Sure do. So yep. you're getting your wish, right? Like there's the. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> Boy, man, that guy's Teflon. Well, yeah, he seems to be. But the, the thing is, like, as soon as you heard that that guy is has cultivated a toxic work environment, just go back to the Chauncey Billups welcome press conference and you go, oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> the water bottle look. Just everything. Yeah. The 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 uh, the signs that he's giving over to the uh, the people to shut down Jason Quick when he answered the question. We've answered that question. We moved on. Just trust me. Yeah, this this I 100 percent agree that 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 off court stuff is terrible. But That's the on court product. It's proprietary. The the on court stuff, man. I am just waiting for Damian Lillard to finally have it just click in. And if it doesn't, this is going to be a terrible season. I get that. And the way that they've looked so far on court, and I'm just talking about on court, mm -hmm. it's it's underwhelming. Do they have the potential to get better? I think that they do. Okay. But yeah. But hey, listen, we'll have a chance to sit back and watch, and it should be fun. But I'm the, just saying that starting five looks the same it's it's pretty much it's the, the same. same it's the same they didn't get better that's not good yeah, right? not ideal it's not like you should probably get better if you have the same starting five the, from last season the thing uh, is right well, maybe you don't get better because the roster's flawed but we've been told many times that is not the case so <laughs> right now their defense is improving slightly but their offense is getting worse because last year they were a top five offensive team they were but they were a bottom five defensive team and you know, I have a lot of confidence in Chauncey Billups. I don't think you do. Because he has a lot of coaching experience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because we all know how that works out. If you're a winner, you're also a good coach. Well, it's uh, it's to be determined at this point, at least the way I'm leaving it. But uh, but yeah, if you want to bury him, bury him. I appreciate that you are yeah. bringing some optimism into this show. If you want to bury him, bury him. Because I could bury this show right now. You, you, you're working on it. I'll get my shovel. <laughs> all right. Two minutes left. Uh, Michigan. 
with a 21-17 lead. You don't get to do that in this Sports Interrupted. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. All right, Will, how many guesses did you say you needed to figure out where Samford was? Ten. Ten. You got ten guesses. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Let's start with Connecticut. Nope. Uh... (laughs) I'll give you a, a hint there in the Southern Conference. Okay. Samford. Georgia? Nope. Oh, Mississippi. No. Oh, Alabama. Homewood, Alabama. There you go. You did not need your 10 guesses. The hint was made it pretty easy. For well, you. yeah, I did. I know. That's what I was, if you didn't give I me didn't that hint. I didn't want you to do 10 guesses. Dude, if you would have <laughs> you you just hint, rattled them off, I'd have been okay. But you started, um. Yeah, I would have just, just gone over all the Northeast. I don't know why, but Samford, for some reason, sounds like a Northeast town. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. No, that's fair. But yeah. And then you were trying to remember what the state names were. Then, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. I was not a strong uh, geography guy. Uh, that sounds difficult. I still you. can't point out Delaware. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. I don't think I don't think you'll ever have to. Really? Yeah. At what point? At what point are you going to need to know where Delaware is at? When was the last time? Ever. When was the last time it came up? Uh, actually, we talked about it on the show, uh, Dusty, uh, AJ, and Dusty. I don't Did know. you need to bring it up on a map? Uh, no. Okay. No. So since, in fact, the joke was about where the hell is Delaware. That so. was the whole conversation yeah, point. Yeah, it was. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So other than where the hell is it? Yeah. You it hasn't come up, and you knew it was in the Northeast. Also, P.S., do you think Delaware is the number one state that Americans cannot point out on a map? Ooh, uh, no. I'll bet you that there is some confusion between New Hampshire and Vermont. Yeah. I'll bet you that. Th- side by side. Yeah, yeah, that throws people which one's vertical and which one's uh, which one's fat at the top and which one's fat at the yep. bottom. I'll bet you that throws people. Vermont off. on the left, New Hampshire on the right. I believe that's correct. Okay. Yeah. Could you, and and uh, if you had to fill out a map. Mm. Be all 50 states. Yeah. How accurate would your map be? I would probably miss three states. Three states. And it would be the Northeast. Okay. I, uh, all kidding aside, I feel like I do know the states. Okay. And my 
my wife knows the capital. I was going to really ask well, if you kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Because she said she did. And I was like, BS. And I started listing off states and she like named all of yeah, them. Del- yeah. Delaware Whoa. is Dover. Dover. There, there you, you go. go. Look at one. you. Yeah. And we're not going to do the whole state quiz because that would be a waste of time. I guess. All right. Unless uh, people love it. Really? Do you think they will? Should we do that? Should we just abandon the rest <laughs> of the show? Skip Ducks Cougars. Oh. In the last six matchups between the Ducks and the Cougars. Yeah. Cougars, four wins, two losses. Sure did. They're traveling to Otzen for Pac-12 after dark tonight. Mm, you remember the last game there? They do not have a head coach. No. Uh, I do remember the last game. There. I think that was the kicker that saved that one for the Ducks. It was, yeah. Uh... Camden Lewis? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love that game. That was one of the better sure. games that season. I love that one. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, we've got it again. These games. Here's, here's the thing about those last six games. They've all been pretty damn compelling. Like they, there has been some, some back and forth battles. The last year's game was not close, but I think everything else pretty much in that stretch was. Uh, what is your first thought about tonight's game? Because we'll talk more about it in hour two. It's the pressure, man. It's the pressure with college kids. And I think Joey Harrington said it best when he was on primetime last night that he was saying, you know, it's at this point in the season where the colleginess of the players come out, which mm. is that the mental toughness you have as a team starts to get tested. That no matter what situation you're in, say, like if you're at Oregon State and you're trying to get that one last win so you can get bowl eligibility, or say you're like Oregon, where you need to win out to get to the college football playoff. This is the moment where your mental tenacity is tested as an 18, 19 or 20 year old person, because you're not fully developed yet yeah. and you don't have those skills to be able to cope with, uh, or necessarily you don't have the best skills to cope with adversity at these certain points in time. And you're going to experience diversity or adversity tonight. <laughs> if you are the Oregon ducks, because even though this game is at home, you are riding high off a of rivalry rivalry win from last week. Washington state is a very dangerous team and they became even more dangerous since Rolovich got out of there. Yeah. They're a better team. And I'm saying that from the point of view of seeing them at their best with Rolovich, which was against Oregon state. Cause they played really well, at least offensively to now seeing them and thinking this is kind of a quality team. It's almost as if them and Stanford are doing the inverse. Oh yeah, It was sure. like at some point after the Stanford win or uh, the Oregon win, Stanford was doing a little bit better and then they started yeah. doing worse. Yep. Uh, they were doing pretty bad at Washington State with Nick Rolovich until that Oregon State win, and they started doing even better. Well, but part of the thing that that has been said from the Washington State side of things is that they've just had to be more focused. Mm. You, there, there's fewer voices, there's fewer guys on the coaching staff, and so there's there's not as much back and forth, and it's going, all right, we're doing this a little shorthanded. Let's just focus. You're getting more buy-in from players. You're getting more focus from the coaches. Mm -hmm. The messaging is crystal clear of what they need to get to. Uh, you talk about that pressure, though. What's the what's the opposite side of that? I imagine uh, in your time at Oregon State, you guys were the, often the guys coming in to, you know, to to be the upset in somebody's the thorn in someone's side. If, if Oregon is feeling pressure, what is Washington state feeling going into this game? Oh, it's freedom, man. It's freedom. I mean, obviously it could be anything. I mean, if I took from my own personal experience, say when we played uh USC the entire week leading up to, and this was the year where they were number one came to research mm-hmm. and we beat them the whole week leading up to it. It was the senior leadership, all these guys, this collection of players who were overlooked as recruits, they were seniors 
who were overlooked as recruits, who were two and three star guys from places like California, Hawaii, Arizona, parts of Oregon and Washington, who felt like this was finally their chance to prove to the country and prove to these California schools who they wanted to go to places like SC, Cal, UCLA, what have you, that you made a mistake. You made a massive mistake because I'm much better than that. There was a lot of, I'm going to show you who I am kind of tenacity in that room. And so with Washington state, you have to think that possibly from the information that you just said, it's more about, we can finally be free, right? We can finally play without this mental stress on our minds because man, it had to be tough knowing that every single question you got, whether it was from your friends, your family, or the media, depending on how popular you are, you're a Max Borgie type was about your coach and how much of an ass hat he is and how much (laughs) he's just kind of denying these rules and not playing along and putting these players in danger. That's not the case anymore. You're lovable. You are finally lovable again, Washington State. <laughs> Congratulations. Because there was a very short period of time where the Cougs, who, if you ask any Pac-12 fan, will say, I like the Cougs. Yeah, I love the yeah. game. Everybody in the country likes the Cougs. They, they love them. They get to college game day, and what do you look for? Old Crimson. It's the flag, no matter yeah. where it goes. And yeah. so there was a, a portion of time where it was just like, oh. Is there a more likable team? I mean, we just talked about this. Mm. Alabama, Baylor, Baylor, very dislikable, right? Like it's very easy to have disdain for, for Baylor who just beat Oklahoma confirmed. Is there a more likable team across the country than the Washington state Cougars? Great logo, Mm. great color scheme. Mm. They play in a picturesque mountain environment. You get snow games. Mm. You had Mike Leach there for such a long time. Mm -hmm. They have old crimson. Is there a more like, like, Non- I would have said UCF when Frost was still there. Yeah, but he's not there. He hasn't been there anymore. for a while. They've been yeah. rotating through coaches. Uh, Navy. Uh, Navy. I feel like whenever Navy plays and then they like fall ass backwards and be, into being ranked like 21st, people yeah. are like, oh, that's good. How do we feel about BYU? Navy. Does BYU get some love? Well, I don't like BYU because <laughs> they beat us in the Vegas Bowl, those jerks. <laughs> Yeah, because they weren't hung over. That's exactly right. They had the advantage. They had an unfair advantage. They put them in Old Town. Oh, sure. I had to suffer in the Venetian. You have no idea what I went through. I can't. I can. I uh, I think I've been in the Venetian. I was up all night. Yeah. 3 a.m. Poor guy. Hammered. (laughs) Poor guy. All right. Well, uh, 503-250-1080 is the fan text line. Is there a more likable college football brand than the Washington state Cougars. I don't know if Navy is necessarily more likable, Maybe the not air more rate, likable, but it, you know what I mean though? Right? Yeah. Like when you no, see no, Navy's you. ranked like 20 something, you're kind of like, Oh, that's good. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. But let's be honest. Washington state gets ranked kind of do the same yeah, thing. Exactly. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll see if we can figure that out. Uh, for now though, we need to move on to good versus evil. That is next center and saint on 1080, the fan and Odyssey. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the what has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. Les is always doing work behind the scenes. Like I said, I'm focused on the Niners right now, Gary. <laughs> I mean, Gary's smiling at me. What do you want me to do? 
There's Sean McVay acting like he's not about to fleece the NFL with a trade. Odell Beckham Jr. signing with the Los Angeles Rams this week. He joins a deep stable of wide receivers on the number one offense in the league in terms of yards in the NFL. Though it is to be noted that Robert Woods is out for the season torn ACL. Ooh. This move comes just 10 days after the team signed All-Pro linebacker Von Miller. Beckham has been regarded as a headache for the past five years, either being injured or being pissed off at notable scuzz Baker Mayfield. Provide me a reason why this will work, then provide me a reason why it won't work. Well, it's, it's, it's simple. You have a team with a quarterback finally that can take the top off of the defense, and Odell Beckham Jr. is playing with a quarterback that can get him the ball deep. So here's an opportunity for Odell to come in there and and finally go deep like he's supposed to. And you have great underneath receivers like uh, Cooper Cup, who will take care of the dirty work and give your quarterback uh, time and an option when there's not time. So I don't see any scenario where it doesn't work unless... Uh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be in Hollywood. If he was a headache in Cleveland because he was worried about his own image, wait till he gets to Los Angeles. The first thing that happened on Twitter is LeBron James welcomes him to Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, he's going to care more about his brand than he does about the team. And then when he's not getting the ball in Los Angeles, he's going to be even more upset and there'll be more microphones in his face to tell him about it. New at noon. Oh, wow. whoa. <laughs> How about that? Well... That didn't work. <laughs> Do you want me to comment on? I don't know uh, why that just happened. AJ and Dusty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I have to regroup there. That sound was meant to be Aaron Rodgers. It was not. Well, it was. Okay. Just pretend just it was. Just do your Aaron Rodgers impression. It's a vaccine. There's not a lot of proof out there. I have to do more studying. Anyway, he was on the Pat McAfee show again. This time, the quarterback said that he may have misled people about his vaccination status. Ooh, but he basically didn't apologize, saying that he would take responsibility, then double down and saying, well, look, I'm still not vaccinated. So tough titties. Will this controversy mar Aaron Rodgers' legacy once he's retired? Is it announced? Is he playing tomorrow? Yeah. I still, that's what it's like. Yes, but meh. Yeah, they haven't said he's not playing, but they haven't said he is playing. Now, if he misses one game and there's no suspensions and there's no real damage, no, I don't think it will. There's enough people on both sides of this argument that there's going to people that there are people out there that like him more for not having taken the vaccine. And there are people that uh, cannot stand it because he has not taken the vaccine. So there, he's going to have support either way. Hopefully we look back at COVID and we can all forget it sooner than later. Uh, so, yeah, no, I don't think it will end up marring him. Deflategate, uh, Spygate, uh, open mouth kissing his kids have not marred the career of Tom Brady. So I don't think this will mar the career mm. of, of So Aaron you put Rogers. that up with, like, lying to people about public health issues, open mouth kissing kids. That's uh, about that's about even is what you're saying. Actively cheating the, the game for the, by deflating yeah. footballs. No, I'm just I'm just saying that we we care about what happens next in sports, uh, uh, not what happened. And like I said, hopefully it, when we put COVID in the rearview mirror again, there's enough people out there that are anti-vax that uh, that will still love him. All right, no sound on this one, but it's about Cam Newton. He's going back to Carolina. Panthers signed him this week. He's the best player in franchise history. Led them to a 2015 Super Ooh, Bowl. Is he the best player in franchise history? Yeah, I would say. Most popular, yeah. He won MVP, man. I've right. never had an MVP. Sure. 
But that all feels many, 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 many years ago. Last year's New England Cam Newton was less than impressive. Sam Darnold is injured and seems to be out on his way. Do you see Cam sticking around after this season? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Um, I do not see them uh, planning on Cam being a long-term solution at quarterback. But yeah, I see him sticking around for another season. Sam Darnold is not going to come back and, and be the guy that they hope for. They, they're paying him $19 million next year. I'm guessing there's going to be someone in the draft. I, I can't picture. I have a hard time picturing Sam Darnold getting another chance in the league. Uh, uh, really? Yeah. Like you as don't a think starter? Josh Rosen around? Oh, he'll bounce. He might be a backup and get like an injury spot duty, but I don't see another team taking a chance on him as a starter. So he's not going to be traded. I would rather have Cam Newton without a shoulder than the, the, the numbers Sam Darnold was putting up this year were among the worst ever. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's done. You draft a quarterback. Uh, if he's not ready to go week one, you have Cam there as a mentor instead of Sam Darnold. I'd also like to point out that um, <laughs> I, uh, I was right about Sam Darnold. Were you? Yeah. Were you? I was. Did you? You. I, call, I this? said he's a bust. Well, and he in fact was. Yeah. So good. Good, good for you. So how do you feel now that you were right? I mean, once? you didn't really like rub it in my face, but like you just need to pretend you did because I gotta, I gotta take this out on somebody. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was told many times over, no, you're an idiot. You're wrong. Sam Darnold's really talented. Is that what I did. You didn't, yeah. Okay, but just pretend like you did, so oh, I feel yeah, better yeah, about yeah. myself. Well, listen, I hey, listen. Everything that we saw in his great career at USC, <laughs> where he threw a bunch of interceptions and looked like a risk, and all the time that he had in New York, I thought it was going to turn around. I mean, he was seeing ghosts, which I assume was a good sign. I don't, know, I don't know how this didn't work out. Apology accepted. One of the dumber things uh, is Carolina <laughs> going all in on Sam Darnold. Yeah, I would agree and, with that. And and extending his contract into next nineteen million dollars to not play quarterback is a pretty good gig if you can get it. I was also a little well. Never mind. I'm not going to get into Panthers football. <laughs> really? Well, because I was going to say I was really confused on why they didn't blow things up once Christian McCaffrey started showing himself to be an injury risk. Because he is now, and I, I mean, again, here's another ooh, hot take. That guy's career is nosediving. Let's go, I understand he's very productive, but he's going to continue to get hurt. Let's go back and look at the uh, highest picks at the running back position in recent years mm. and count how many of them are often injured. Go back Adrian to Todd Peterson, Gurley. Todd Gurley. Uh, you have uh, Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. yeah. It's and in fact, Christian McCaffrey. Weird. And in fact, Elliot hasn't been that injured. Well, yeah. only as of late. Well, and we can look at uh, Seattle, who you probably don't even realize was a first round pick because he's so injured. He doesn't even play Rashad Penny. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. They're so out about that. Yeah. So wasting a first round draft pick on a guy that's going to be steamrolled into the injury ward. Yeah. is probably not the best idea for an NFL team. All right. Here's my favorite story of the week. It comes from the world of science headline tapeworms found in man's brain years after he ate feces tainted food yeah that's how you get tapeworms in his brain well yeah i mean once they uh go through your internal organs where are they supposed to go by nearly every account the man was in good health he had no history of seizures or any cardiovascular respiratory gastrointestinal all these other things his toxicology screens were clean he took no medications so how did they find them I'm trying to find that out. 
He's in good health, except for the tapeworm in his brain. Maybe the tapeworms were helping his brain. Well, so here's the question. Mm. Is it such a bad thing having a tapeworm in your brain? Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah? Well, I, mean, <laughs> I think so. It eventually has to be bad, right? I, I, like, I, the tapeworms aren't just going to hang out there and be like, you know what? I think let's just think we're good. Let's buy a house and hang out and... <laughs> We won't like feed on this uh, this uh, tissue. Brain yeah. here. Oh, it's just uh, you know. Yeah. At what point does it go sideways that the tapeworms are in there and eating your brain? And how's he doing now? I assume they pulled him out. Yeah. No, he's okay. Oh, there you go. I think here's another question: What if you had tapeworms and they were making you a more efficient person, but they were ruining the personality you have right now? Oh, my personality's way overrated. Yeah, but, that's fine. But you know what I mean, yeah. right? Like you became like an incredibly efficient. Like, sure. Yeah. Just yeah, like. Go. Intelligent, yeah. yeah, but like I became the best version of myself, but but I the, stopped being myself. Yeah, but the whole yeah. and I'm using air quotes comedy thing like that didn't <laughs> that didn't exist anymore. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have I didn't have a I didn't have much of a, yeah. of a charm yeah. and, and personality that, that I'm getting by on right now. It's like if I had the tapeworms, but it got rid of the whole you know like pseudo intelligence thing. Yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> But I was just more efficient. <laughs> the overconfidence yes. that is unjustified. Confidence. Yeah. The delusion that you have that you're a great person. I love my delusions. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, we all got some. Look, best I am saving us. the planet one stop sign at a time when I park my Prius. Uh, well, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. That means that good versus evil is over, as always. <laughs> Pretty much always over by one. Brought to you by 808. The uh, the Hawaiian food that they have there is delicious. Will, have you ever tried it? I have. It's wonderful. We went there once together. Yeah, you should you should go if you have not been. Uh, you can order right on their website if you're taking to go. You can now sit down at the restaurants again, have a Mai Tai, have a Musubi. It's wonderful. Uh, their website, ate-oh-ate.com. Two locations, Burnside and Woodstock. Eat their food. It's delicious. Hour two will be more ducks, more beavers. We've got scores from games that are going on right now. They are very exciting. Also have some Jimmy Lake news. Ooh, not breaking? What you, not what you think, but interesting. Really? He's got a toupee. Tell me that you're sort of close. Yeah, Jimmy Lake news. All of that in hour two of The Center and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.